when the camera first shows our heroes, the filter on the camera makes it show up as really dark until it adjusts. And you guys are actually in a cave system. So instead of the, the lush forest that we left you guys in, you guys are underground. And up ahead of you, you will see Quint, who waves at you guys and goes, Hey, welcome to, I guess, the forest floor civilization. This place is really weird. I think Banjo seeing Quint runs over to him and gives him a hug, says, I'm so glad that you're okay. And then pulls back and is like, not that I was worried about you that much. Yeah, I mean, why would you be worried about me? I'm fine. Of course. I think Espanto just walks up and punches Quint in the arm. Ow. Don't. I think she's like, wants to say something more, and then she just turns around. Look, I, I felt something was weird. The, these animals did not have... I guess you'd call them brain signature things. They didn't feel like animals should. So I figured I I should investigate a bit. They have like human feeling emotions. Is that what you mean? Yeah, a lot closer to, to human. It's still a little bit, it's really hard to describe how feelings feel to me, but I don't normally feel emotions as clearly from animals as as I do people. And when we met these guys, there, there, there was something a bit off. Oh, I'm glad you didn't die. Do you really think these guys would be able to kill me? Come on, have a little bit more faith, Phantom. These days you're going to do something completely stupid and get yourself seriously hurt. As you're saying that, you actually, like, look behind Quint, and from around a corner in this cave system, you see a bear walking up to Quint. And there's a cool special effect here where the, bur- the bear turns into a other self of Espanto. Um, and she goes, Are these your friends? I thought they were supposed to be heroes. Or something. They just look like people. Spanto in her weird blue, like purple <laughs> shade, like moves her head slightly to one side. Oh, hey. You're the me that Quinn told me about. And you're not a bear. I would prefer it if you. Didn't say that out loud, but sure. Yes, I'm, yeah. So I have a question. Is this other self of Espanto showing her real face? Because that's going to be the first time mm-hmm. most of us have seen her. I- I'll mm-hmm. actually leave that up to Fabi. Do you want her to be uh, wearing some sort of maybe ceremonial mask if you want to keep that hidden? Yeah, so I, I think I think it's better if Everyone knows what her face looks like, and this way she will also stop using her powers all the time. But, like, only one person knows her identity, really, from this. So that move will only trigger once. Yeah, I am down for that. So you see someone with Martina's face? You're very pretty. I think I, I like, put, like, very quickly put on the, the hazmat suit up to my shoulders, not the mask, and then I drop the the espanto look, and I'm like, if you're gonna see her, might as well also see me. That is a neat trick. Oh, that's so cool. And yeah, she looks like her. Latina girl, trans, she have like kinda, well at least this Martina have like uh, kind of an undercut thing going on. She has a bear paw tattoo on her shoulder. Yeah, one person here recognizes her. No shit. Hey. Oh. Hi. Oh. Do you know me? You're wearing a mask. Let's <laughs> let's talk about this later. Okay. Other Martina actually goes up to you and 
first extends uh, a hand for like a handshake, but mm. when you go in to grab it, she will try to pull you in for a bear hug. I I laugh and I hug her. Yeah, hi. So you turn to a bear, huh? Um, sort of a bear too. It's hard to explain. Okay, that. No, that doesn't make sense. Nothing here makes sense, so why am I even worried what makes sense? So, you guys have been to Up Above, right? Yes. Yeah? So, what is it like there, really? Like, dragons flying overhead? Scorching the top of trees? No. I wish. That would be so cool. Flying squirrels, though. It's... Just the top of a tree. There's some leaves. There's some houses. There's sun. That's it. We have a lot of plant powers. There's a mm-hmm. bunch of like, like nuns or something. Yeah, there's a church. I don't really understand it. The Church of the Forest Ages. Yeah, it's probably better. I don't talk about them, but. Let's head inside, and Quint said you guys wanted to meet with Violence. He's been waiting for you. Huh. Violence? Violence. I have a feeling I know who this is. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's his real name, I guess. I thought it might have been, you know, code names or something, but as far as I can tell, that's his real name. I get close to my other self, and I whisper... And what's your name? Let's just go with Tina. That, that's a a good twist of that name. Okay. Hi, Tina. Hi. Um. You you can just call me Espanto. Espanto. Okay. Thanks. Nice to meet you. I thought your name might be something like Tina Mara. Or something. Names are a lot. So Tina leads you deeper into this cave. And eventually it'll open up into sort of like how the the, the canopy civilization looked incredibly like fantasy elvish. This place looks like fantasy dwarvish. You see like a underground heated river running uh, through the middle of it that they're they're using to like power their the the electricity that that's been lighting the way once you got deep enough and it's pretty fantastical in terms of Rancho Paseo. Okay, if there are no reactions, I will continue. <laughs> uh, you guys are led into something that sort of looks like a the front of a castle carved into the rock. And when you head inside, you see what looks like that 12-foot-tall sloth that you guys met. Except this one looks older and more haggard uh, and has, like, uh, gray patches. And then this person shifts into someone that... Martina will recognize pretty easily as another self of her mentor, Terry Violence Gonzalez. Hey, Violence. Interesting. You look so much like Tina. You look like someone who's important to me. Japanese leader of this group is a giant sloth. What's wrong with being a giant sloth? Nothing. I think it's cool. I just wasn't expecting a sloth, you know? Well, what are you, some kind of rat person? What? No, do, yeah. I, <laughs> do I look like a rat person to you? I'm completely human. I mean, I don't currently look like a sloth. I can't turn into a rat. Are you sure? I'm getting rat vibes from you. What? What is that? <laughs> I am also getting rat vibes from you. wrap my arms around you unless I I put some effort. You know, kind of cute, but also kind of might bite you. You know, <laughs> rat vibes. <laughs> How do you feel about cheese? <laughs> What's your opinion on cheese? I'm lactose intolerant. And okay. vegan. You know, the, there's 
I've heard there's vegan cheese. I'm not familiar with it, but you know. I tried it. It's pretty good, actually. See? Boom! Rat vibes! <laughs> Honestly, I kind of get more like, I don't know, like Sparrow or something. Yeah, really? Sparrow? You know, I, I, I could see Sparrow. Hmm. It's the it's the flying. Flat, flappier arms, like if they were wings, Phantom? I don't. Come on, just do it. Do it. Yeah, I can kind of see Sparrow. looks like wings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I can see Sparrow. There's at least a case for it. Yeah. Pardon me. What do the rest of us look like? Like, is this a thing here? I have no way to, like, tell. I don't know what you mean by a thing. Okay. So, our friend over there apparently appears as a rat or a sparrow, and you were pretty quick on that. So, like, can you just do that for anybody? Do you assign personas? Church assigned personas. I can't believe I've been assigned her persona. Two! You were assigned <laughs> two personas. Assigned a what? I'll tell you about it later. Oh. I'll show you some websites on the way home. Do not look at those websites. <laughs> Do we get yeah. Wi-Fi? The... I'll, I'll show yes. you some websites when we get get back home. Wait, Phantom, well, really? It, we get Wi-Fi between dimensions? It really, it really depends on the dimension that you're in. But I've been working on a device that will allow us to use our phones and access the internet no matter where we are. But it's still a work in progress. It's a rather complicated process that I won't get into the details of it. But And it might blow up. Well, I think that's a risk I'm willing to take. Hmm. Also, Judy, I think you would be a deer. Oh? Okay. Um, you know, Phantom, we still have to have that conversation about why code names are important, but... <laughs> I, I forgot, and... Quint is laughing in the background. I think in this small room, it's probably fine, but, you know, some oh. of our teammates might care about that a little bit more. We have we have pamphlets back at headquarters. They can give you some of those. <laughs> I think as Phantom turns to Phantom and says, I am never telling you my name. Ever. <laughs> well, Ever. Here's the good news. Ever. You all know my name. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's... Phantom. Phantom. Yes. Yep. Uh-huh. I just want you to know that it's not a code name. My uh-huh. name is uh-huh. Ashley Phantom. You are so extra. It's Phantom of like rubbing her forehead. No one's ever said that about me before. Ah, that surprises me. This feels <laughs> a little bit pot and kettle. Oh. <laughs> Excuse you? I'm just saying you were like a Floating ghosts, purple yeah, person. Yeah, that's my. I don't. That's not my. That's my. That's my superheroic name. That's not my real name. Well, I will I, not. I'm just saying. There's a bit of extra that we. You I, know that is kind I of. I can't required control for this that. I cannot control. Yeah, no, I didn't. Like, <laughs> I'm. I'm just saying we have to accept a little bit of extraness. Mm. Weren't we here to talk to violence? Yes. I was here to find Senior Special Agent Hero, so, like, other than that, I think I'm good. You found Quint. Phantom hits, pats him on the head. You pat Quint on the head? Yes, Phantom pats Quint on the head. Are you, like, floating over his shoulder? <laughs> yes. I, I think when when that happens, Spanto turns to Quint and says, Well, does that mean we are going home, then? Not yet. Well, we still gotta stop the robot invasion yes. thing or help them fight against it. I don't know what the protocol is. I mean, Quint's our leader, so what do you think, Quint? Yes, please. Do anything. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> you deserve nothing less. I've been here all by my lonesome dealing with an entirely new civilization. I think Esvanto walks up to you and grabs you by your shirt and lifts you up. And whose idea was that, Quint? Whose idea 
was it that you were all by your lonesome, huh? Mine, and it was a great idea. Oh my god. I'm never gonna get through to him. I won't beat you up because I feel Termite would yell at me about the chain of command or something. I think she she turns to look at Termite still holding Quint. (laughs) I think there is a long beat on Termite's face. Who might be considering it? Yeah. Just just a little bit, but just, just a little bit. And I think she like drops you. Okay, fine. Let's be heroes. Yeah, I I think there's something in the Aegis handbook about diplomatic missions. I sort of skimmed that part of the handbook. Um, wow! Unsurprising, she says as she walks away. Section seven, article three. That sounds also about surprising, right. but slightly more uh, impressive. But I think both of these separate little civilizations need to know about these, I guess, Taurus AI bots? Yes. They're really dangerous. What happened to a major hero? Yeah, that guy, he said he had something else to do pretty much as soon as I started talking to him. Yeah, that sounds right. But I told you, isn't he cool? I wouldn't know. He kind of just left. But were were you guys able to get an audience with whoever it is that leads up there? Your dad. Well, another self of your dad. My dad runs the place? Yeah. Yeah, we actually met him when we first got there. Yeah. Okay. He's a religious leader. That's weird, but... Turns out, I guess, there's an overlapping skill set between religious leader and pop star, so... I find it fascinating what you consider weird and what you don't, Quint. Yeah, I get that a lot. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think a lot of things are weird. Phantom, you're weird. And I mean that with affection. So why can't we just go out and crush these robots of yours? They didn't seem all that difficult. Because they learn. As you fight them, they can adapt. That is correct. My ability, and she turns her hand and then goes through, like, the floor like, can go through solid objects. After I did one time, they knew how to prevent it. And we don't know how many Charis has that they're sending out. And then Phantom, like, has a thought and kind of, like, almost touches her leg and says, "Uh, Hey, do you have any, like, anyone who's good with medical stuff? We have doctors. Doctors. Doctors are good. Do you not have doctors? Wait, Phantom, are you hurt? I'm perfectly fine. Yes, I would like to talk to a doctor. You know what? I've given up on figuring out Phantom. Phantom, does that have to do with what happened earlier? Is is it is it because of what I did? Can I help? It, no, it's not because of you. I, I promise. I, I'm not sure if you could help. And... Can I pierce the mask? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love to fail pierce the mask, which is what I'm about to do. Yes, I roll the four. Okay, so what were you trying to get from Phantom? I was going to be like, how can I get your character to say what's wrong? Because like Phantom's like, oh, I need a doctor. But also seemingly physically fine from what the rest of us could tell, right? But then it's like, I need to see a doctor multiple times. <laughs> okay, so Charlie, if you could give us a failed pierce the mask roll on here as... Phantom dodges this question, and we'll see what kind of uh, move I pull on Mystic. So how would you respond to Mystic asking you and trying to drill for information? I'm fine. It's nothing you did. It's I have a condition. I don't like talking about it. I'm sorry. I pressured you. It's fine. (laughs) I'm going to be mean here and make you mark a condition. 
That's five conditions. Oh no! I have five. Okay, I have five, so I'm fine. You'll be fine, you'll be fine. Right? It's not until I have to mark a six that I am taken out of the scene. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, you should consider fling yourself to his relief. You should consider making a sacrifice. Hurting someone. Yeah. Just go punch violence. Running away from something. You could have one of us comfort and support you, but I don't know who. Not me. I can try and make it worse. Gosh, none of the people on our team are... are- People, people anymore. I'm good when I'm not, when I'm not espanto, when I'm not affirming my mask. I'm good at comforting and supporting when I'm doing it, acting on orders and relying on my training. <laughs> if I use my, my comfort and support move, I'd be good at it because that was with superior. Yes, user. tell me what I did wrong. You don't just <laughs> ask someone about their condition. <laughs> we all have things we don't like to talk about. Is this in character right now? <laughs> I, I mean, well, however you want to go. I mean, like, I'm fine with just sitting here with five conditions for a minute. It's fine. <laughs> I did this. I want to <laughs> see if I can succeed on this. No, Mystic. Uh, you just, you shouldn't ask people those questions. I'm sure if they wanted you to know, they will let you know. But don't take it so personally either. It's fine. But, you know... We all have things we don't like to talk about. No. Wait, did you put, did you add one for your influence over me? No, I didn't. Oh, thank God. Okay, seven. (laughs) All right. If you don't open up, then you, then Phantom has to walk your condition. Yes. Yes. Love, love this move so much. Uh, It feels so good to be on the receiving end of logical angle. Yes. I'm sorry, Phantom. I, I just, I didn't, I wasn't thinking. I I'm sorry, you know, I have, you know, I pressed you hard. I, I did it with Kat, too. I just, you know, I I want you to feel comfortable to tell me when something's wrong, but like you said, it's okay that you also don't want to talk about it. But I'm here. You need it. And I guess I get to, I get to clear a condition. Um, there's so many. I think I will I'll clear hopeless because Phantom specifically was like, don't take it personally. <laughs> As this conversation is happening, a line drops down from like the ceiling of this pretty large room and down slides Agent M, who was with you guys on the way here, but then said she, she wanted to like scout ahead or something. And she just drops down into the room and goes, I've completed my tactical survey of the area. A couple of great places to set up sniper nests, key locations to bring down. A couple of weak spots, too, if we need to storm the place. Why, why are we storming the place? Yeah, what, what place? Always good to know where vulnerabilities are, and you never know when a fight is going to break out, or when Taurus AI bots are going to try and destroy your world. Or when you might need to go all scorched earth and raise everything to the ground to deny the enemy resources. Thermite is just nodding along. It distracts. Mystic is like looking very serious. Like this is a other self of hers that like is talking about wanting to do violence, not without purpose, but also being very definitive about like, hey, I could raise a place to the ground on purpose. Very different. <laughs> If you hadn't just had stuff happen, I would have made you take a powerful blow for that. But I'll be nice here. I, uh, I, I could. I have four conditions, but I can do that. That's entirely up to you. I, the, more, the more I think about that, it makes sense to me. Take a powerful emotional blow. I got a 12. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> I did this to myself. You know, I should have thought about what the outcome of this would be before I said I would do it. But also, yes, we're doing this. It's so weird to be like, oh, yes, she needed a fainting couch because of this. But that, I don't know what other explanation there could be for this. It's just like, that is a a thought that's so overwhelming of seeing herself be like, I could raise a place to the ground if I wanted to, that she does. (laughs) Yeah, I think she loses consciousness. Who wants to catch Mystic? Thermite would try to catch her. Awesome. Yeah, I'm not going to make you roll for that. That is easy to do and let's have people react to mystic fainting here <laughs> this is oh shit 
she turns to Phantom. Does this happen often? Well, I mean, the last few times I've been thinking about this happening is me passing out. So maybe it's a little common, but I haven't seen mystic thing before. But you know, sometimes being other selves of yourself that aren't like you can be overwhelming. Uh, does she take iron tablets? Has she been having them? I know I have an issue with that sometimes. Someone help me find a place to lay her down right now. Here, come on. I grab her legs. Come on, let's find something. Okay, so what do we want to do here? Sorry, I changed the scene dramatically. <laughs> it's fine. This is this is this is this is good. Uh, we'll do a little bit of a fast forward because I assume that violence isn't going to make you guys keep this diplomatic <laughs> talk going while one of your friends faints. So you guys are in a room together when Mystic wakes up. The most striking thing here is that. The, the ceiling of this cave room has been painted blue going on to red down at the far end. So it looks like a, a sunset. It's actually rather beautifully done to look like a sky and clouds, but it is very much still a cave. Does it feel like like Las Vegas with like the painted ceilings? Yeah. They're kind of like actually amazing how much they look like the sky, but they you still can tell you're inside. Let's see, who's, who's uh, tending to, to Mystic here? Thermite is hovering, but has no medical ability. I, I think Espanto has very basic medical ability. Uh, like, she, she has done uh, first aid courses, because, like, you always need someone to be, like, the first aid person in a show, and she has been that several times. So, like, she she knows basic first aid and stuff, and she's going through her training, just double-checking real quick, making sure she's breathing, she's okay, she has a pulse. I don't think it takes her too long to wake up once we're in this new room. Um, I think she opens her eyes and she's like, oh, I think I lost track of time for taking my iron pills. Okay, okay, I'll make a note that Tremong Dimensions the deplenishes your iron, I guess? It's just kind of a me thing, but it's Traveling Dimensions makes it hard to tell time. And she's, like, sitting up a little bit and, like, opening up her fanny pack. I think someone said they had some, so... Oh, I, I have them. My, my mom made me bring them on the mission. That's very sweet. How many fingers am I holding up? Three. Yeah, you nailed it. I think she moves her hand a little bit, looks at you. You seem fine for what little medical knowledge I have. Mystic, are you, or do you feel burned anywhere? No, no, I'm fine. Okay. Is that like the only sort of first aid that Thermite <laughs> knows because so, reasons? Thermite has never accidentally burned anyone, but that doesn't mean she isn't afraid of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like, you know, absolutely. That was the first thing going through her mind. Like, okay, Mystic has passed out. Oh my God, somebody else needs to hold her right now. Oh, okay. That will be interesting <laughs> to play with later. No, I'm I'm fine. Okay, good. Did anything happen? I mean, I we were in the. Boardroom and yeah, Agent M, she's pretty uh, interesting, isn't she? I imagine there's a glass of water nearby. She reaches for that to, to take the pill. She's what you would expect from someone who comes from her dimension. When you're fighting a war for as long as she and the rest have, I suppose you come a slightly different person than what you are now. She's, she's some kind of like. A weapons expert? Yeah, she was really cool when I got to see her fight uh, this time and before. Wow. That's cool. I I feel like it's been a lot of dimensions, but like, I guess she's only the second other self I've met face to face. And the first one was like, she was almost... Evil mystic. Hey. I was about to say she was almost exactly like me, except she uh, worked for... She was bad. 
she works for bad people. I don't, I don't know. I hope she's doing better now. I just leave that convention in a pretty interesting place. And just to fill you two in, they're talking about a weird fascist dimension where Vanguard is some kind of Nazi overlord. Oh, uh, I read the report on that one, I think. You know reports? Fascist. I'm more fascist. Okay, great. Great. Oh, God. Why put myself into... Yeah, so, uh, like we were talking about before, I, I don't want to go home yet. Because I, I want to leave it at least one dimension actually better than we left. We kind of, I mean, last time we were kind of on the run and not in places with a purpose. But like, you know, I want to help. Okay. Okay. We'll help. I have no idea how, but we'll help. And given enough time, I can work out the, the way to trap. Uh, terrorists into a dimension without calling anything up. Phantom, do not take it wrong, but I control you pretty far away, and I trust you way, way less than that. That's that's fine. But listen, I I, I can do it. I, I'm I'm good at this, and it it would mean that this dimension and any other well, any others would. We'd be free from them. I, I could show you the math and everything I'm doing, but I don't. No, you, you talk to Quint and Termite. I'm just a muscle. And she, like, sits down where, where Mystic was. Hey, does, that sounds like it could be a vulnerability, that you think that you're just the muscle for oh, the team. Oh, okay. Who in particular would that be me sharing it with? Tell them a secret about who you really are. Give them influence and shift your mundane up and your mask label down. I think you see this in her her posture when she like sits down and the way she she like moves her her hazmat suit down and she's just wearing like a tank top. You can tell like oh this is a person who works out who's very fit like. She kind of just goes like, I'm just here. All I'm good for is to do... I think she's just talking to herself. She's like, all I'm good for is to, to do athletics. Why am I even here? I should be home. I am not a soldier. How does that sound? Does that feel like a like a secret? Like, they don't, they kind of don't want to be here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm good with that. So, yeah, you have influence over me, which I don't know if you did already. I did not, but now I do. Yeah, now <laughs> you do. And that's great. My mundane up, mask level down, so my, my freak goes to two. My mundane goes to zero. Okay. I think at this point, Agent M walks back into the room and sees Mystic awake. I think what she's doing, she's sitting up. I think she's like flexing her fingers, but also you can see shimmers of magic coming at the tips. Okay. So Agent M uh, goes up like in front of you and kind of squats down to be a little bit more eye to eye with you. And her, her eyes are very focused on your magic. Twinkling fingers and... Huh, that's different. Oh, uh, hi. And she puts them down and then she's like... Yeah, it's something... It's, it's my magic. And she raises one palm and, and makes a little ball of light float up in the middle of it. That is incredible. All I can do is pull a trigger, you know, well, I guess I can do some demolitions. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I was surprised to see an other self of mine talk about doing demolitions on purpose because I tend to do a lot of them accidentally and she clenches her fist and the ball of light disappears as she does that. Um, 
I I have a problem with doing it accidentally because of this stuff. And she opens her hand up and the ball of light returns. I guess it's easier when you have one of those plungers to tell the bombs to go boom. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I saw you out there. You look very talented at what you do. Uh, I'm all right. And uh, I can't quite pull it off, but she says it in a way that she is trying to be humble, but fair. <laughs> okay, I'll see if I can do that later. So I was waiting until we got these guys together, so I don't have to explain myself twice, because it's not really my thing, but we need these guys working together, because if they just have, like, the one sort of power they have, they're going to get overrun. We have technologies that can kind of adjust the frequencies of your powers, and you can get a couple more hits in, but the more varied your attacks are, the more effective this is going to be. But, like, the canopy, they have plant powers, and it looks like these guys turn into animals, but that's not going to be enough, at least if they're not working together. Yeah, I agree with you. I I think we should try to get them set up. I mean, you... Phantom said you know all about making fortifications. Yeah, I know how to fortify location against enemy threats. You know, using whatever's available. And I mean, this place, with someone with an eye for it, like, it could definitely defend itself. So the hard part really is getting them to talk to each other, not so much what happens after they start working with each other. That sounds like it's what the issue is going to be. They don't like each other, do they? Yeah, so these guys seem to think the the up guys come down to the forest floor to steal their children or something like that. The people up there have similar, very scary fairy tales about people on the, or fairies on the ground doing the same thing to their kids. Maybe once they know that they're regular people, uh, she holds up her hands, shrugging. Maybe they'll talk to each other. She's looking around the group like, does anybody else have any ideas? I mean, I think it's probably a good idea, a good start at least to check this dimension. So we just need to get their leaders into the same room together. Do we do it by gunpoint? No. No, we do not. I think there's other things we can try first. Yeah, so why would you think that? It's been pretty effective in the past, and expedient. With all due respect, Agent M, this is a Nova Squad operation. We'll take point. All right. I'm just consulting here. And your advice is appreciated. I do think I have a gun big enough for a 12-foot sloth in case you do need a backup plan. Oh, boy. You know, keep it on safety for now. How big is... How do you carry... Never mind. So we'll start... (laughs) Nonviolently. We're all clear on that. We're not gonna right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Don't follow your lead, coach. I don't like violence. <laughs> hey, I mean he seems like a good guy to me. Let's see. Mask doesn't really have a great like social convincing scenes. So unfortunately, this will be mostly RP here, but... Should probably brief them on what the goal is. But do we want to roleplay that part or not? Yeah. Mm, we, could, we could just skip that and go straight into the tents. Uh... Unless someone really wants to roleplay that, I feel like skipping. Okay, that was what I was thinking as well. Okay, so why don't we have our break here, and then when we come back, we will deal with the two popes. All right, so when the camera comes back from its commercial break, it is sweeping across the forest and lands in that clearing where you guys fought the Taurus AI bots last episode where the giant fallen tree is and the the cubic chunks taken out of it and the various battle evidence. So when it swings back down to the, the forest floor, you see 
Quint walking with like an entourage of various kinds of animals, including the Tina bear and the violence giant sloth, but a, a whole host of other animals uh, coming with them. And then the, the camera swings back around and coming up from the, the, the forest proper, you see the rest of the team and Hope. From the canopy descends a platform being held up by vines and in the middle of it is uh hope who is in a position like like he's praying and it's fairly obvious that he's controlling these vines as he comes down and he lands on top of this tree and you see the animal contingent down at the on the floor and violence turns back into his human form and goes Are you the one that I'm supposed to be talking to? And who might you be? Uh, violence. You certainly look the part, but no. I'm just here to make sure that this area is safe for the first blossom. I am merely a... a blossom myself. And the next thing you see are vines that shoot down to the ground and kind of like root themselves and... Down comes what well, but what the audience will recognize as an other self of Evelyn, also known as Eco Terror or Tree Hugger from Episode Zero. She actually has vines for hair, and those vines are now lowering her down onto the the forest floor. No, you will be speaking with me. I am the first blossom. So, what is it we are doing here? That is a question I've been asking as well. You're here because there's an extra-dimensional threat that wants to destroy both of your civilizations. Hi, I'm Quint. Hello. Hello. You know, I was told that my dad was in charge, and you know, this makes uh, so much more sense. I'm not quite sure what you mean about that. I'll tell you later. If you take a look around, these aren't... The uh, normal forest critters knocking down these ridiculously giant trees. How can I be sure this isn't a facade caused by this other group? That's rich. Oh, is it? Do you guys have anything big enough to knock these down? I mean, not that I can think of. Okay, just just making sure. Maybe if we all got together and, you know, all pulled at once, we might have a fraction of a chance to do it, but... Blasphemy! Why would you ever do such a thing? I'm just saying that there is a percent of a chance that it could be done. I'm not saying we'd ever do it. Trees are important to us, too. As much as I am not ready to trust your folk yet... I do have to agree with you. I doubt you have the might to do such a thing. That's Ouch. not what I said, but I'll take it. Now I can kind of see why you guys don't like talking to each other. So here's the thing. If you guys can't shake pot of vine, I guess, you're both going to probably die. I'm going to need a little more than that. What could we possibly need? A bunch of chlorophyll loving. I'm going to stop that sentence there. I'm trying to be nice. Told myself I was going to be nice today. How rude. Come on, boss. You did say you were going to be nice. I'm trying very hard. Thank you. Thank you very much for... (sighs) Why do we need their help? We've handled most everything that's come our way with what we've got. What makes this different? They come from a different dimension? Sort of like how we do. I can take you in a fight. You know, I doubt that. Do we have anything on the schedule after this? I I think uh, Espanto raises her voice from the background. They are stronger than we are. Strength isn't all that matters here. But that's beside the point. I'm not really here for a sparring match. The thing with these guys is that 
they will learn and adapt to the ways that you fight. And since your different cultures are the way they are, you guys have your freaky plant powers, you guys have your freaky animal powers. Those are all way too similar within your own little groups. And if you were to try to take these guys on separately, you don't stand a chance. So I say we must work together for this. Yes. Pretty sure I led with that. Well, it does sadden me to see the trees knocked down and treated in such a manner. Yes, whoever has done this must pay for it to treat them so unkindly. It's definitely uh, untenable. We do have an agreement, don't we? I suppose we do. How long do we have? I have no idea. They could actually just pop up any second now. So what actually is your proposal? I just need to make sure that you guys don't think that the other one is a creepy boogeyman. And maybe, you know, talk to each other. I must admit, I always found the stories of children being spirited away a little fantastical. I am glad to see that it is actually other people living on the surf. Are you living on the surface? That doesn't seem safe. Yeah, we like to use caves to use shelter. How do you get rid of the spores if you live underground and not from the sun's blessings? When somebody gets affected by it, we take them to the spring in the cavern. It, it's refreshing. It energizes you. And it gets rid of those pesky little fungal things. And it does seem to work. I'm pretty sure I am not a fungus man. That's true. That's how we got her off that one. Yes, the boy does seem fine, doesn't he? Why, why thank you. If we are to continue negotiations, then it is only fair that you should... See sunlight for yourself. I don't believe you get much down here. Well, in that case, I'd be happy to take you up on that offer. If you'd love to come take a tour of our den, as it were. The springs are... The springs are very nice, even when you aren't covered in spores. So why don't we have an exchange of leaders? That could be fun, right? Hairvine Lady goes down into the caves. Giant Sloth Man goes up in the elevator and sees the sun for the first time. And, you know, make friends. Oh, no, I am uh, not. No. I, I am not leaving my people mm, no. alone without me. Huh. Especially in the presence of someone who they've never met before. I also feel like that's a bad idea. So, hey, look, all kinds of common ground today, huh? Well, perhaps I can offer this. Perhaps I could go down there. Yeah, and perhaps I could go up there if that was okay with you. I guess that works, too. You know, as long as you don't start a pop concert down there. Uh, a what? Never mind. What? You know, I have something for you, too, but I'm going to leave that alone. Pop concert? Is that something to do with corn? I was thinking more like poppies. I could bring spout some flowers down there. I'm sure they would need it. Do any of you ever know what he says? He's been with us all this time, and I have no idea what he says since we rescued him. He really likes to make jokes that people won't get why you know that's just the kind of person he is god i would love the camera to focus on quinn right now as he winks at the camera if you're all right with it uh, looking at sponges other self i think you can handle yourself oh yeah a couple of binds won't stop me but i'll be on my best behavior then it is settled should we, like, do we shake on it? Do you shake 
hands. Is that uh, something? Yes, uh, and she goes in and shakes hands with violence. It is returned. Very, very firm. Very firm handshake. Now, how was it that we should fortify against these robots? I, I think it'll, the scene will end with with Agent M piping up. Like, I, I can help you with that. And cuts there. But for now, uh, why don't we describe some scenes of these people working together just to kind of show what's going on with them, if you guys have any ideas. The only thing I have is kind of a joke. I, I think it'd be funny if Tina talked to Phantom's other self and was like, oh, you give me rat vibes. You know, I get that a lot. Hmm. Nicely met. They're going to be friends. It's going to be great. Yeah, I think they're going to be friends. <laughs> I think actually a phantom wants to find Labrat. Okay. We, we can have Phantom show up as uh, as Tina and Labrat are talking to each other. So go for it. Oh, I hope we're not interrupting things. Speaking of you. So you're talking about me? In a roundabout sort of way. I suppose other stuff's are kind of like. Uh, uh, I was wondering if I could borrow your flying squirrel. Oliver, why? Well, I need to go and get something from uh, the woods. You know, that's dangerous, right? Nowhere. Do you want to come with me? Guess I have to. Can't leave you alone down there. Of course not. Yeah. Even if those guys won't snatch you away. You know, you are pretty tempting to snatch. Me? She, Yeah, she says and she winks at you. Oh, Victor turns on the face. Oh. You're welcome. So I think from there, there's a little bit of a, a montage of the three of them going down to the forest floor and Phantom sneaking off behind a tree and the, the camera shows Tina and Labrat off in the, a bit of the distance. And then Phantom is like kneeling down, collecting a sample of these mushrooms, I assume. Yes. Cool. And that cuts off there. Uh, and then Sarah wanted to talk to Warmth of the Forest, I believe. Okay. So you will find her at one of these platforms performing her duties to the good of the city. Hey, warmth of the... Do you shorten names at all? Only if you must. I do prefer my full name, of course. Okay, cool. Noted. All right. Do you have a minute? Oh, I must stay at my station, or else this elevator won't work properly. But if you'd like to chat with me while I perform my duties, that'll be more than all right. Is there any way I can help while we talk? I don't want to just... Take up your time. Only if you can pull up several hundred pounds of people and goods. Yeah, I can do that. Wait, what? Watch. And <laughs> Sarah just walks over and just takes it and starts hauling up. That is amazing. So, warmth of the forest, I'm going to be honest, I don't know how to start this. When we met the other day, did you, like, feel like a weird feeling the first time we met? There was something. I couldn't really explain it to you, though. Oh. I guess it is you that's doing it. Okay. How about now? And she pulls off the gas mask. Oh. Why do you look like me? It's... A concept that I'm very new to as well. But you know how we're getting ready to defend from threats that are outside of this world, this dimension? Yes, it's quite out there. Right? But if the first Blossom says that we must, then we must. Yeah. She speaks to the Force directly, of, of course. You knew that, right? She's such a wonderful being. I met her the other day. Seems... Very nice. The, the thing is that I'm an alternate you. I don't remember the word 
Mystic and Phantom used. I'm like a... I'm another you from a different dimension. That is interesting. Right? Like, this is... what? Uh, it's... I don't know. I, I guess I just wanted to talk to you because... I've never met me before, I guess. That does seem like it would be rather rare for most situations, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, hey, my name's Sarah. Sarah, Sarah. I actually believe my parents gave me that name when I was born. Interesting. Yeah, so, you know, thanks for, I don't know, listening to me talk about stuff I don't understand. Let's get this stuff hauled up, huh? Yes, why don't we? And you you feel some of the weight get, starts to get carried by these vines more now. So are you also the youngest? And I think it's going to drift off from there. So that will end that scene. Any other interesting scenes that you guys think you might want to have? So Mystic has words of the past. When you seek the guidance of one of your elders or a member of your legacy. So Agent M is technically not a member of her legacy, but also... You know, I, I like that idea that you are also looking at the legacy of Junies. Yeah. And, like, Agent M is someone who can teach certain skills. And so I think Mystic and Agent M are, like, on patrol or something or just have some downtime. And they're, like, in the woods or something. I think everybody can tell that you're a really good shot. How did you learn to aim so well. I've shot a lot of robots. Yeah. I was just wondering if you had any, like, advice for me. You know, I have my own shots I take that are with my magic instead of, like, a gun. But, you know, aiming is still really important. Yeah, that, that makes sense. It sounds like your powers are kind of explosive, aren't they? Yeah. So, you know, it's pretty important I I just hit the target and nothing else. Well, the important thing to know is what it is you are shooting at and what's behind it. A lot of people kind of forget that sometimes that matters a lot. You have to make sure that whatever it is you're aiming at, that it's something you are ready to kill. Yeah. You know, historically, I've tried to avoid... Using my magic bolts, I I don't like using them. It's really easy for them to go wrong. And I tried to use them more on, on this mission, but I don't know. It still makes me nervous. At least here, I mean, these trees can take a few hits, but, you know, often we're in a more crowded place. <laughs> Yeah, it would take a lot of C4 to bring one of these down. Yeah. I wonder if I brought enough. Huh. Oh, you're not planning on taking one down, are you? You know, it's kind of nice to know your options. Yeah, so... You... Okay, so you're telling me about how to pick targets, but how do you actually aim for them? I mean, for me, it's easy. I look down the barrel and pull the trigger. Okay, well, here, let me let me show you what I mean. Let's see. I'm going to aim for that rock over there. And um, uh, Mystic casts a, uh, a magical bolt like she normally does, where she pulls the energy into her hands. And then I think often she's it's, it's just holding her hands in front of her, her chest and looking at them like, you know, stereotypical holding a magic ball of light or whatever kind of positioning and then pushing her arms forward and out and she hits the rock and she's like see it's there's no barrel <laughs> but cool so you hit this rock or whatever and it shoots like it gets knocked up into the air and agent m will actually pull out like a pistol and shoot this rock in the air like as it starts falling you know, watching you do that just now, you're kind of afraid, aren't you? 
You don't want to actually throw those magic bolts or whatever, do you? No, I don't. I've been kind of encouraged a lot lately to throw more of them. That right there, that's your problem. Once you've decided that whatever you're pointing your barrel at needs to die, you need to commit. And you need to be confident that when you pull the trigger, what's on the other end of it is going to fall. And if it doesn't, you shoot again and again and again. Yeah. Even I recognize there's times when you have to, you have to pick the target. Thanks, I, I really appreciate this. Oh, you're welcome. It's not every day you get to talk to yourself and have yourself answer right back. <laughs> yeah. Not every day. Yeah, it's been happening a lot more recently. You know, there's one of us that, like, lives underwater. We can get into that later, I guess. Huh. So how do we want to use this move? I, I think the advice here is something along the lines of stop pulling your punches when you have committed to a target use everything that you have against it because you've decided that it needs to die get to see mystic be uh, much more destructive on purpose yeah all these people that she meets in her legacy are very much like hey violence <laughs> a little violence please aren't you tired of being nice exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> my god that's so good yeah, I, I think that will probably be the, the end of this session unless someone else wants another scene here. The only one I can think of is the thing that me... Like, uh, Espanto Termite scene? If you'd be down, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we can do that and then just finish this. Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, it's, it's some other point in the, you know, prep and just, like, comes up and is like, hey, Espanto. Hey, Termite. I need to talk to you about... The other day. Which other day in... Okay, what in particular? I know you, and... Are you a fan? Look, just... Just, like, come with me this way so we can, like, you know, out of earshot. I don't want to do, blow my shit wide open here. Yeah, 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 following you. And they kind of pull away, and Thermite is like, okay takes off her mask. It was like, hey. Oh, hey. Hey, right? Huh, huh. Yeah? Did not recognize your voice with the mask. Huh. Yeah, no, um, totally not. Huh, that's a coincidence. Like, what are the odds, right? Like, how long, how long have we been going to the gym together? Like, a couple months? Something like that? I feel like three months now? Yeah, and, and then... Huh. Like, you know, you know, Quint? He was the first person I reached out when this whole powers thing happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, surprise, I worked for ages. Yeah. Surprise, I am a superhero? I don't know. I work for you, I guess. I don't, I don't think that's strictly true. I'm not the commanding officer here. Uh, under you? I think that's a bit more accurate, yeah. Yeah, so, God. Yeah, I guess you know me. I, I'm going to be honest, it's nice. You know, having somebody actually feel like I know pretty well here. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I felt a familiarity with you. Maybe I'm like, you know, hindsight 2020, but yeah, I felt like I could rely on you. And of course, because I have been relying on you. You've been spotting me, helping me with weights. This means we can train together at... Full strength. Yeah, and we can train together at the gym, at the... Yeah, at HQ. At HQ, at the fancy one. Hey, it sounds like a plan. Just got to you know, okay. switch up the location, yeah. Okay, yeah. Like the gym that can actually train someone with super strength. Yeah. I I would prefer if you didn't let the other ones know. Absolutely not. Don't tell Phantom. This is not me. I I'm doing this because I feel like I need to do it. I have these powers and 
I have this connection to traveling to dimensions or different dimensions. I feel like I need to do it. So I'm doing it, but this is not, I'm not soldier material. This is not my day job. I'm here to help. Listen, if you're, if you are half as good a squad mate as you are a spotter, you're going to be just fine. 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 Yeah, no, it's good. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I think she gives you like a little bit of a double hand palm slap on your shoulders. Like, hell yeah. 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 Um, I am going to give Espanto influence. Yeah. A mechanical thing happens here. I mark potential. And I don't know if you have influence. If you don't take influence over me. Awesome. So thanks for running with my very low action episode here today. Thanks for listening. In this dimension, Espanto, a.k.a. Laosa, a.k.a. Martina Bosquez, the Janice, is played by Fabi Garza. She can be found at at Fabi underscore Garza on Twitter or as a cast member of Eidolon Playtest. Junie Mystic Haraway, the Nova, is played by Siobhan. She can be found on Twitter at Spellbound Mage as direct impact of Splinter Division on Protean City Comics, or at twitch.tv slash runawaysorcery. Phantom, the Brain, is played by Charlie, so you can be found on Twitter as at Magical Pride, or on Sir Podcasts at at Prepod Engage, or at Devoid of Space. Quintessential Hero, the Soldier, is played by me, Eric, who also edits this podcast. I can be found on Twitter as at PrimeFactorX01, and my work can be heard on the show's Arcadia California, and breathing space fading frontier. Special Agent Thermite, the soldier, is played by Olivia. She can be found on Twitter at at Livy Coddle, or heard on Breathing Space Fading Frontier. And our dimensional tour guide and showrunner is Lee. You can find him on Twitter at The Law of Names, and as the showrunner slash producer for Arcadia California and Breathing Space Fading Frontier. You can all be found on our Discord server, found at discord.lawofnames.com. Otherware is produced by Law of Names Games, our other projects can be found at lawofnames.com. It's played in Masks, A New Generation, by Brandon Conway from Magpie Games, at Magpie Official on Twitter. Our theme music is composed by Michael Freitag, on Twitter as at Admiral Amara. The actions and opinions presented here belong to the individuals from this dimension only, and are not representative of any other selves, known or unknown. Otherware is not responsible for any side effect drifting produced by listening to this podcast. Next time on Otherware. I assume I won't come in beat them up for a while. Let's not talk about work. Mind your business, Quint. Huh. That was less than a minute. I think that's a new record. Let's start trying, then. I think it would be great if we tried. Like, is that normal? They can get really weird. That is why we hired you, yes. Phantom, do they normally do stuff like this? Have you ever considered building a robot companion? And we should respect each other's secrets, Phantom. So where's the nearest goggle store?